no secret that right now is a rough time to be an employee or a boss too but nowadays it kind of feels like bosses companies and employers everywhere are just treating their employees like absolute trash and yeah like own the property yeah own property so it's almost to the point of like this can't be realistic there's too it's too messed up to be considered real but coming from a not so great environment ourselves in our previous lives our various previous lives some of the stories that we hear from people and this one article that we found it's it, it sounds far-fetched but it's pretty spot on i mean we've gone through a similar caliber of that maybe not as insane severe, as severe yeah yeah not as severe, severe as these yeah you're right so maybe not as severe but it's pretty close <laughs> pretty close yeah. Um, yeah so we wanted to do this article for you guys today kind of uh uh Maybe just to laugh at others' pain. You know what I mean? Like you can <laughs> laugh because it's not you. Right. But you've been through something similar, you know? So uh, we thought this would be fun to do. Um, just reading through these different stories. I think there's like 20 stories here or something like that. And uh, and some of them are truly mind-boggling. Like you can't Like it almost sounds made up. But like Six and I were talking offline earlier... Uh, we wouldn't believe it if we hadn't gone through similar things ourselves. Right. I'm sure all of you can relate, you know? Absolutely. It's, it's some of this, like you said, it's very severe. It's pretty out there. It's wild. And you wouldn't think that they, people would get in trouble for doing something exactly like this. But it's one of those, like, it doesn't happen big enough times for people to notice. But it's enough for the person going through it to, like, just say, fuck this. Uh-huh. I got to tell you, after reading through some of these, dude, it would have been very hard for me not to just like, oh, OK, that's cool. Yeah, no worries. And then say that you're going to the head. I'm just going to hit the bathroom up real quick. Uh, I'll be back. And then just never return. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the what's that one meme where it says, like, uh, just tell them uh, you're going to get your phone from your car and then just leave. <laughs> and then just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like for everyone out there, I've debated on doing that exact thing so many times. I, I believe uh, one episode MVP and I, we talked about how we would get to the parking lot and we'll park like across from each other. And we'll literally just dog, uh, dog down, stare at each other, like Mexican standoff, stare at each other to see who's going to break the wheel first and, and go into work. <laughs> be yeah. the first one to walk into the office. Like, oh. Yeah, you show up just wondering what fresh hell awaits you today. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm feeling with these 20 stories, it's exactly that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. First one that, that stood out to me the most is actually the first one where it says, an Amazon driver was told to keep delivering during a tornado. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it goes. So I'll, I'll read you the, the little transcript that went between the driver and dispatch. So... Driver, radio's been going off. Dispatch, okay, just keep driving. We can't just call people back for a warning unless Amazon tells us to do so. Unless the overlord tells us to do so. (laughs) Uh, Driver, just relaying in case y'all didn't hear it over there. 7.40 p.m. Driver, tornado alarms are going off over here. Dispatch, just keep delivering for now. We have to wait for word from Amazon. If we need to bring people back, the decision will ultimately be be up to them. I will let you know if the situation changes at all. I am talking with them now about it. 
Driver, how about for my own personal safety, I'm going to head back. Having alarms going off next to me and nothing but locked buildings around me isn't sheltering in place. That's wanting to turn this van into a casket. Hour left of delivery time, and if you look at the radar, the worst of the storm is going to be right on top of me in 30 minutes. Driver, it was actual sirens. Dispatch, if you decide to come back, that choice is yours, but I can tell you it won't be viewed as for your own safety. The safest practice is to stay exactly where you are. If you decide to return with your packages, it will be viewed as you refusing to uh, refusing your route, which will ultimately end with you not having a job come tomorrow morning. The sirens are just a warning. <laughs> oh my God, oh my fuck God. that, dude. I don't need that job that bad. You know what I mean? No kidding. Uh, it says further down the article, a, super, a spokesperson for Amazon said that the supervisor wasn't following standard safety protocols and then under no circumstance should the dispatcher have threatened the driver's employment. Uh, you know what? As far-fetched as that is, and especially something as severe as a tornado, I, I've, I've been to something similar. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a tornado, but it was a thunderstorm, actually a lightning storm. And you could see like the lightning bolts just striking the, the flight deck like hard. I'm like, and then someone just goes like, hey, we need you guys to go outside and make sure everything's all secured and battened down. So there's nothing like there's nothing that's going to fly away or there's nothing that's going to get severely damaged from the storm. And myself and like three other people just like looked at them and like, are you serious right now? Like, why, why are we going to go outside? Look at that. It's like Thor and some other thunder gods of old are just having a battle to see who can produce the most lightning or some shit, right? Just like, goo, 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 goo. Like, oh my God. No, absolutely not. And their their exact words to me was, well, just get in the truck. And if you see lightning, just jump in the truck and you'll be fine. I'm like, I don't know. Because my reaction time is is that of lightning speed. There's one thing (laughs) MVP has never been known for is his lightning quick reflexes. (laughs) exactly exactly that (laughs) like i don't know how quick i mean uh, thank you for believing in me that i can be that fast but no (laughs) absolutely not and i'm not the one to test the physics on that to see if a car is in fact safer than than being inside and and then knowing my stupid luck it's gonna shoot through the window and and into me i'm gonna be somehow the most magnetic thing out there that's gonna attract lightning (laughs) yeah crazy just just no <laughs> i can already see this as being a hard no uh another let's see what's another good one here number a- two we'll just go down the list okay number two not only did this tradesman not get a bonus for doubling his profits but he didn't even get the regular bonus he was supposed to get instead he got socks <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh, for making us thousands to millions of dollars Hope your feet stay dry and warm. Right. Keep working for us. Uh, at least he got some uh, some name brand socks. At least he got that, right? But even still, right? Like uh, the story goes, he's a skilled tradesman who's supposed to be getting a $3,000 bonus at the end of the year for making the company $150,000 in profit per his contract. He doubled it, which is supposed to increase his bonus. And instead, he received a pair of socks. One pair. <laughs> one pair of socks i mean i'm curious to see what this guy did because um if he not he increased the company's budget but or profit by he said double so that's what three hundred thousand dollars I, I mean i'd be expecting to see at minimum the three thousand at minimum 
and and if and if they can justify it saying like well we didn't we didn't have any kind of clause in there for you to get six thousand but here's forty five hundred or something like that you know what I mean or here's three thousand dollars plus some time off all right I'm okay with that but to not get it at all <clears throat> this kind of reminds me of uh, the first Spider Man movie with uh, Tobey Maguire where the the match says or the contest says you have to last six minutes or something like that with um, whatever the the big wrestler guy was called. And then you get like some uh, thousand dollars and then he beats him in one minute and he go and he gives him like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, what the hell, man? Like I be, uh, you said the, the thing said $6,000 or whatever the hell it was. And he goes, well, the, the flyer said to last six minutes and you beat him in less than two minutes. So technically you didn't win. Here's your $50 and you're lucky you got even that. I feel that's how this guy is feeling right now. Now with bonuses, man, I remember being jaded like that once. And um, to be honest, I wasn't expecting any kind of a bonus, but it's one of those, like, if you're going to tell me I got one, at least make it somewhat nice. Right. I yeah. Think- I, I, I can agree with that too, because I can tell you that in one of the positions I've been in, all I heard from the time I got hired was, Oh, wait till you see the bonuses. Wait till you see the bonuses. Oh my God, the bonuses are phenomenal. Oh, wait till you see them, this and that and the other. And then I bonus time come around and I end up getting. uh, Actually, they gave everybody the same. And I think after taxes, take home was like. Was like less than 500. Wow. So you could be glass half full kind of person. Well, at least they gave you a bonus. And to to that, I say, you're right. I should be grateful. And I would have been had I not heard for the year prior. Oh, my God. Wait till you see the bonuses. Wait till you see the bonuses. Right. Oh, you know, in in your mind, you're going, oh, man, like like you said, six, three thousand, five thousand, a thousand take home, you know, like, nope. Less than five hundred. And with today's gas prices, that's like a tank of fuel. Right. If that two nowadays. tanks of fuel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just gonna pay you in gas cards, you know, or gas rebates. That'd be awesome. Just pay me in that. I, <laughs> I would actually take that right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like non-taxable tax or ga- gasoline rebates, sold. <laughs> yeah, it's not but then back to this article, it's not like this dude even got multiple socks. He got one pair. Right. <laughs> You got one pair of, uh, I think it's card heart, card heart socks. Carhartt, yep. Jeebus. I mean, way to say fuck you, you know, just like one pair, <laughs> you know. And they're cold weather boot socks, but imagine if he lived in like, like California, San Diego. Oh, thanks for the cold weather socks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is never cold, like, ever. <laughs> it, it gets like 50 degrees, like once a year. <laughs> uh Okay, here. So next story. Uh, this person was suddenly not allowed to take a prescription medication. What? <laughs> Says I was just denied entry to my work camp during a security scam because of uh, because my what's that say? Vivit Vivance V Y V A N S E. The medication I've been I've used for my ADHD for six years was on the new contraband list. Uh, now I might be out of a job. Ooh. You you know, that's pretty fucked up, but I have seen something like this before. This was uh, my time in the military where uh, everyone's all about pre-workout and protein powder. Like it was like all the craze in like the mid or like the early 2000s. 
I mean, it still kind of is, but like between 2000 to 2007, like that's all you see. I need you to see newer, better stuff like every six months. I remember when uh, it was just like these, uh, these pre-workout pills. Uh, I think it was Rip Fuel. And then they started going to powder and then they started going to shakes and then powdered shakes. And then people just started taking the, the dry powder mix and then just like pounding it whole and then just kind of swishing it in with water once they've already swallowed it. I'm like, but that aside, uh, they started coming out with contraband lists or these uh, supplements are banned for you to take. Like, well, that's they, right. I forgot about the supplement bans overseas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like they started saying like, oh, this will make you pop a, po- a false positive on a drug test or something like that. And um, but they still sold it in the stores where all the people get it. So I'm like, well, why the hell are we still selling this if we're not allowed to take it? <laughs> yeah, we'll take your money so you can buy it and then we'll punish you. Yeah. Like uh, that, that, busting you down a rank when you get caught with it. That, that's oh, okay. what, that was like the weirdest shit. And then uh, I remember this one individual. He used to take these fat burner pills. I think it was called Stacker 2 or something like that. And he took a lot of it because, you know, he just wanted to get cut and because he was a little heavy set. And he lost a lot of weight, which is great. But then um, one day they took or they did a random drug test on everybody. And then he popped positive for something. He's like a false positive for meth or something like that. And they started like instantly questioning his integrity, started questioning his livelihood. And I'm like, whoa, guy, like I just took these fat burner pills maybe for like the past three months. And then he had to prove that he got receipts and all kinds of crazy shit. And I'm like, and that's just like supplements. Imagine if this is prescription meds, like this dude needs this to function. And then nowadays, like, oh, just having a minor disability is considered damning. Like, holy shit, man. <laughs> like. I think nowadays, even especially in the aviation community, I think from our last, from one of our previous episodes with uh, the pilots pandemic, how like just even addressing or declaring a grievance is, is a big enough thing to cause you to have some suspicion in your mental health. Like, are you serious? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, holy shit, man. The sad part is a lot of this stuff, it, it, it sounds so far-fetched, but it's actually happening. Uh, let's see. Number four. Number four. This person received an email after disclosing they have ADHD in a job interview. The email states, I hope you had a great weekend. I caught up with so-and-so yesterday, and unfortunately, they won't be taking you through the second round. He was positive about your outlook and obvious skills, but his reservation was the cultural fit within the small team being larger than life and rather boisterous. I will, of course let you know when I get other relevant positions uh, that come available. I imagine you will be snapped up very soon. Warm regards. <laughs> so hell. like, so that kind of, that kind of hand in hand with number four in our previous story. Like, I don't know if you can actually do that, you know, like just like uh, discriminate someone that says, Oh, Hey, you have ADHD. So technically that's a no go. I mean, they're yeah, just it sounds like a lawsuit. Yeah, it totally is. And I can under I can see you dancing around the issue, you know, just saying like, hey, you know, like you are one of our top candidates, but unfortunately someone else beat you out. You could have just left it like that. You don't have you wouldn't have to say something along the lines like, yo, your ADHD caused you to DQ or something like that. And the email doesn't exactly hint that they that they um disqualified them from the age ADHD. So that's kind of hearsay at this moment, but even still, like something as as a, I would say, I wouldn't call it a disability, 
but something like ADHD, even even matter how minor or severe it is, like to use that as a disabler, like you cannot do this. You would have to be like some very astute uh, organization to 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 randomly discriminate like that, or you have like this big rash of people who are just instantly willing to be recruited. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if you, your your recruitment pool is just so freaking vast, and then you can just pick and choose who you want. Like, I want a six foot three, blonde haired, green eyed, uh, left handed freaking quarterback who won three Heisman's by the age of eighteen or some shit like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like nearly impossible. Yeah, but then but you know like you get such a big recruitment pool, your, your statistics will eventually prove out, and you'll kind of sort of run into someone close to it. Uh, number five, this, Dude, this next one, I got to say, sorry to cut you off. This next one's probably my favorite out of this whole list. <laughs> this boss was basically making it impossible for you to quit and threaten lower wages. If you tried, Ooh, I hit close to home. <laughs> says I laughed out loud at this email. Holy crap. Luckily I have three jobs and can afford to give my effective immediate notice, uh, of resignation when I show up tomorrow. So you want to read the email six? Yeah, I'll read it. So, so the email goes, hello, all happy Wednesday. I'm not so happy this morning. Yesterday, three of you submitted your two weeks notice. All three of you claimed it was because of a better opportunity. Not even thinking about the fact that some of your coworkers have lives outside of this job and children. Your air quote, better opportunities. Doubtful. We pay you all the fair wages are really worth affecting your team members. Quality of life? Question mark. I myself have children and instead of being at the band recital this week, I will have to be sitting at work posting job offers on in indeed instead. This is outrageous. You all need to speak amongst yourselves and plan these things out. So you don't leave a company high and dry all at once. The lack of consideration from employees. I previously had a different impression of is astounding. The new rule is our employee. The new rule in our employee handbook will be updated to now requiring a three month notice since that's how long it took to train you. You will give three months notice and train your replacement in the meantime and your three months notice will serve as your consent for your base pay to be lowered by $6 an hour. Since you will be leaving, your reduction in pay should be no issue. That's how this works from now on. You can thank your insubordinates for this. You can also thank them for the extra 30 hours of overtime per week you will be assigned to until I find new hires and they are fully trained. The new rule in our employee handbook, actually, it's the same thing. Oh, I was saying the new rule in our employee handbook will be updated to now requiring three months notice. La, da, 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 da. Uh, I expect yeah, full the same thing. I expect full cooperation from this team moving forward. Have a great day. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> the oh fucking balls on that one, huh? No sh- so you instead of two weeks now you need three months of uh, of a notice. No fucking way, man. <laughs> and you're on by doing that. You're also ex- accepting six dollars per hour wage cut to train your replacements and this and that. Oh my god, that is, oh man, that is why I'd be laughing as I'm walking out the door. I'm like I just said, you can't quit. Ooh, I don't give a shit. Like ooh, what, <laughs> what you gonna do? Lower my pay? <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do? Like fire me? <laughs> I dare you. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, man. This one's my favorite. It's so, it's so wild that they were like, uh, you're leaving the job. You need to think about everybody else here. Also, uh, you have to give three months notice. Now, uh, you're screwing over your employees and myself. 
you need to take $6 an hour wage cut. And also you're going to be working 30 hours of overtime per week until you leave. Uh, the fuck mm. I am. Fuck you. <laughs> no. Now imagine 30 hours a week. That's like, what? Like six hours a, a day? Six oh hours, e- God, yeah. six hours extra a day. Like, yeah. Ass- assuming you work five days a week. Fuck that. <laughs> that's a hard no. Yeah. So imagine you're working 14 hours a day. Which a lot of us do, right? Don't get me wrong, but but on a, a but your wage has been cut by six dollars an hour. Oof. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Get get wrecked. I mean, if you if you think three people walking out at the same time is bad, wait till your entire freaking workforce freaking dips. Yeah, out. wait till they all read the new fucking employee handbook and they're all like, uh, "I think it's time to go." Right? They wouldn't even bother striking. They'd just be like, "Yeah, we're done," and <laughs> just move on. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like. Like, what was this person thinking when they put that out? Because if I was there and read that, like, oh, it's definitely fucking time to go. Hey, I, you're working overtime today. No, no, I'm not. Well, I said you had to. It's in the employee handbook. Yeah, you wrote that shit in crayon. That ain't my, I'm not signing that shit. You right. will sign this. You don't have a job. Looks like I don't have a job. <laughs> it, having, a, having no job than working these hours is well worth it. And, and sadly, that's how it is uh, in today's age, especially with a lot of... Uh, places that are striking and I'll, and a lot of this has come to light because of the pandemic where like a lot of uh, places had shortages and then now they're starting to ramp back up, but, and they're trying to get back to pre pandemic uh, numbers, but they don't have the people to do it. So they're running to a whole lot of issues and you can see this across the board. Almost every, um, almost every industry is doing this. I think as of today in somewhere in Europe, I think it's Belgium. Yeah. Belgium. They're actually having, they actually had this huge strike and then a lot of flights had to get canceled from the weekend till today. And I think they even said that expect to be waiting at the airport for like at least another eight hours until they figure out how to <coughs> the strike. That's crazy. That's freaking wild, man. And I, it just popped up on my feed just now. I'm like, Holy shit. Freaking Belgium is going ham right now. And, I, you can't really blame them either because like the it's kind of almost in line with this three month thing like well we expect you to work hard until we figure out how to fix it and like well you fixing it is fucking me up so yeah get better or yeah, get well wrecked. I'm not gonna sit here and work and kill myself seven days a week while you air quotes fix the problem or think of a way to fix the problem right like this isn't by you telling me this doesn't mean go oh okay that's cool and then you just get to drag your feet on it. No, like I'm giving you a deadline. You got by Friday, close the business. Better, <laughs> your resolution better be good. <laughs> better be good. Matter of fact, I, not to be mentioned, I think, uh, I'm not sure if they've done it already, but I know they did mention that they're going to do it is, uh, an airlines up by Washington. They mentioned that the pilots there mentioned that they were going to strike if, um, they don't have better working conditions and better pay and all that stuff. It's freaking wild. It's crazy. Number six, uh, this Applebee's franchise executive in Kansas who was subsequently placed on leave suggested that the current gas price make this the perfect time to take advantage of desperate workers looking for a second job to be able to afford to drive. Fuck. (laughs) Jesus, I feel like that's today. (laughs) Yeah, this this must be very recent. Applebee's executive claims higher gas prices make people more desperate so he can pay them less. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. This is a rather long notice, but I'll read it here. 
Team, everyone has heard that gas prices continue to rise. The advantage this has for us is that it will increase application flow and has the potential to lower our average wage. How, you ask? Most of our employee base and potential employee base live paycheck to paycheck. Any increase in gas price cuts into their disposable income. As inflation continues to climb and gas prices continue to go up, that means more hours employees will need to work to maintain their current level of living. We are no longer competing with the government when it comes to hiring. Stimulus money is no more. Supplemental unemployment is no more. This benefits us as prices rise. People who are relying on unemployment money simply will have less money to spend. It will force people back into the workforce. Furthermore, other competitors, especially mom and pop companies or smaller businesses, will have to either raise prices, cut employee hours, or pay employees less hourly to hit their profit margins. Some businesses will not be able to hold on. This is going to drive more potential employees into the hiring pool. We all competed to hire out of the limited applicant pool, and there was a wage war. We all saw businesses hiring team members at 18 to 20 an hour. They will no longer be able to afford to do this. Trucking is the backbone of America, and as fuel costs rise, so will the charges of shipping. If those costs cannot be passed on to the customer in terms of menu price, the only area they can cut sizable costs will be in the labor. The labor market is about to turn in our favor. What can you do? Besides hiring employees in at a lower wage to decrease our labor, when able, make sure you have a pulse on the morale of your employees. Your employees that live check to check are impacted more than the people reading this email. Be conscious of that. Many will need to work more hours or get a second job. Do things to make sure you are the employer of choice. Get schedules completed early so they can plan their uh, other jobs around yours. Most importantly, have the culture and environment that will attract people. <laughs> Reading that fucking email is not the culture you want to go to. <laughs> it, it's so basically, sad. Basically, take, what, what do they call it when you take advantage of a bad situation? Uh, like when they raise the prices of shit, like, especially like during um, uh, crises, like a, a hurricane or something. And the, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, price gouging. They call it price, price gouging. gouging. Yeah, it's fucking labor. Labor. Yeah gouging <laughs> labor gouging <laughs> you know that's that's pretty messed up because i've actually seen times where they've done that price gouging it's usually like you said around an emergency like say an earthquake a t- uh, a storm or something like that where people just like have next to no money other than for repairs and they're like well cost of water used to be a dollar fifty now it's four dollars like fuck are you serious like likewise with gas prices right like um Say like uh, a storm came and destroyed like all but three gas stations, and now they're the only show in town. So like, oh, gas prices is now seven fifty a gallon. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're you're taking advantage of people who are already down or luck. Yeah, and I, just the part that gets me is like, uh, send make your schedules out early so they can plan their other livelihoods around your schedule. I'm like, what the fuck? And and sadly, we've we've actually been in employments where that actually worked like that where. This is the schedule. You will follow it or you're fired. I'm like, and most cases you would try to, you would try to reason out or try to walk away. But if they're the only show in town within reasonable distance, that will make you lose more money. Like you just kind of have to swallow it until you find something better, which however long that's going to take or, 
or just quit and figure it out from there. You know, it, your, your choices get more and more slim as your need uh, to handle a situation increases. So it's fucked up. But the sad part is we, we've, we've seen that happen. And the sad part is it's still happening, which is mm-hmm. even more fucked up. Uh, let's see. Number seven. This employer gave their employees a very nice pat on the back for their hard work. Uh, my office has lost 60% of our staff since the start of the pandemic. I am doing the work of three people and I was here for 14 hours yesterday. Got this email from our area manager this morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, let's see. Let's, what is email? Uh, do me a favor. Don't ever tell me you are too busy to work be, or you're too busy because I don't believe it. It is a lame excuse and nobody is that successful ever says that. Work smarter, longer or both. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, how about I put on these boots because they were made for walking and that's just <laughs> what they'll do. <laughs> Get up out of here with your shit. Be new yeah. boot goofing right out of that office. You know, like this guy, this person speaks to me because I, we have done that too. Sometimes we would work <clears throat> where certain uh, labor places like or, or labor laws is you cannot work more than 12 hours of overtime before you roll into double time and stuff like that. And once you start rolling overtime and double time, uh, some places, they get real anal about you doing that, especially when there's only a finite amount of funds to to give you money for that, especially if it's like a high priority project or revenue or something like that. And there are times where we, myself and MVP would work the 12 hours max, but they still expect us to work. So they would nudge us on the side kind of take us into a dark corner and be like so uh i'm not telling you to do this and i've totally frowned upon this but this work will get done before you leave and also there'll be no overtime either but the work better be done so you punch out at 12 oh my god six i forgot all about that (laughs) back to a dark place right now i know (laughs) i'm just like i'm tricking myself about this your ass would punch out and still be there for another four or five hours. Yeah. So yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's do a little math here. That means that both myself and MVP have, we did 18 hours of work and only 12 of it were paid. Hint. <laughs> Is that illegal? Fuck yeah, it was. No, oh, super fucking illegal. That's why they would say, uh, I, I frown upon this, but this will be done within normal operating hours. Right. And you're like, oh. Okay. And, and there was always so much shit going on that you were never getting it done during normal operation. Not without giving, not without giving up something else. Not, you know, something had to give, but nothing could give. You were just there longer day, longer hours. Yep. And then even more so, like if you're a salary position, right? Where like you just get a, a week, a bi-weekly or a monthly salary and that's it. And that will take, and some places will take full advantage of that. And they'll say like, well, you're not required to work you're only required to work X amount of hours minimum. That doesn't mean that you can't work more. Right. And especially of your salary in certain places that this overtime doesn't exist. So you're basically working for free. But again, it goes to that. Well, the work better get done, period. Otherwise you're fired. And, yeah. and so you'll see some guys in salary positions working 18, 20, sometimes 23 hours a week or a day. And I think at one time, man, like, uh, certain individuals work close to like almost a hundred hours in a week. I mean, not including, yeah, but, but only got paid for, but only got paid for 40. Right. And then going back to the bonuses thing, right. You think their bonuses would be freaking fat. And then it's so like, well, you just meet, you just meet the minimum. 
Yeah. This is well, the hours you worked only show it's your base hours. And you're like, yeah, you know that I've been here a lot longer than that. And you're <laughs> like, but the pay, but, but the facts here in the computer say that you only work this many hours. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't let me, you wouldn't let me, uh, uh, you would make me clock out. Oh, I never told you to clock. Like that's the shit they would do. And you're like, Oh my God, here we go. Right. Yeah. And from your stories of AOG, that kind of sounds like the case too, right? There's like, well, you're, you're technically not on company time when you're traveling. So no fucks given. Um, yeah. Or you're, you're out on the road away from family and they're like, well, you didn't work today, so you don't get any per diem. And you're like, I'm away from family. I'm not in my home station. Yeah, but you didn't work today. You just sat around waiting. I was like, waiting on a call. It's not like I was at the pool or going and doing something fun. I was there literally on standby the whole day. Yeah, but you didn't work, so no per diem. And then you go on road trips sometimes after they pissed off the customers, and you'd have no work for two weeks. So you'd be on the road paying for your own food and whatever else because there there was no work. So you'd go back and turn in all the per diem money. And you're like, holy shit. Right. And I think truckers have this bad too. Like, I don't know too much about truckers, but I have, I think like, um, all when, as whenever they're in the truck, that counts as their, their work time or work day. And so, and sometimes they're the, the cargo or the package that they're supposed to pick up is not ready. So however long that takes, is just adding on more to their delivery time or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so like they're thinking like, okay, so I only got six hours worth of driving. It's like, but on top of the six hours, it takes for you to wait for your shit to get to you, you know? <laughs> And they're not paying you for that time. You're not uh, hauling the cargo either. So I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, my hat goes off to people like that, man. Like, I could not handle that kind of shit. I mean, we've done it already in our previous lives. And just to see ourselves doing it again is just no. <laughs> yeah. So this next one, everybody can relate to. This workplace promised something special to an employee that was essentially doing two jobs. Guess what that something special was? Been practically killing myself at work since January 3rd when they laid off the one person there to help me. This week, I was told I'd be getting something that I would love and would definitely make me happy. That's something. Fucking pizza, man. <laughs> A pizza party. Hell yeah. <laughs> Your blood pizza. <laughs> God, if I, all the pizzas, I wonder how much pizza, blood pizza I've eaten in my career. <laughs> right. A disgusting amount. Right. And he's like, it's one of those like, hey, give some people time off and like pizza party. Fuck yeah. It's what the it's what they all want. They want pizza. They want pizza. I mean I mean sure, I guess. Like if it's like the first thing I roll into work with, but like uh it's kinda like when you see donuts or any type of food that just randomly shows up, like, all right, fuck, what are we doing? So we're getting fucked yeah. up, aren't we? <laughs> We're about to get shit on, aren't I? <laughs> Right. Are we getting laid off? What's going on, man? Or we're working this weekend, I bet you. 100% bet. It's weekend work, 12 hours, 12 hours on, 12 hours off. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> minimum. Minimum. Oh, by the way, there's no, there's no second shift or, or there's no second or third shift for the weekend. So you're working the whole way through. Like, fuck. Had that happen too. That was fun. Yep. Many times. Uh, this, number nine, this employer wrongfully terminated their employee when they wanted them to sign an NDA. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> uh, boss fired me for taking approved vacation time, denied my unemployment. Three weeks later, I get asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Ooh, that's a big no, no, <laughs> uh, dear blank. 
such and such has requested you sign the document non-disclosure agreement. Sincerely, the blank team. For, oh my, yeah. <clears throat> you already know some shit going down. So like, right at that point, I will go straight to the press or straight to the news media. Like, I got a story for you. <laughs> this thing's going on freaking NBC, yeah. Fox. Oh, it everywhere. This is going everywhere. <laughs> Fucking BBC is yeah. getting a hold of this. Fuck it. <laughs> denied vacation. Fired for taking approved vacation. Denied unemployment. Uh, and then asked to sign a non-disclosure. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. I ain't yeah. signing that. Fuck no. That's a big red flag. That's a black flag already. Like, nope. Fuck no. Just, I would print that out. Screenshot it. Get to get to print the email itself. So you have a timestamp and take that shit straight to a lawyer. Fuck that. Yeah. I'd be afraid to click on that signed document. I feel like it would just auto generate something in there. So instead of opening up and allowing me to review it or whatever, it would just auto sign. And be like, thank you for signing this document. Like, whoa, time and to fuck like, up. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, their NDAs are a very fickle thing. Cause myself and MVP, we've signed plenty of NDAs in our lifetime. And some of them like, it's it was more as a CYA for everyone else than us ourselves, right? Like, uh, and especially when there's certain things that are going on that you know is fucked up, and but you can't. But if you say anything about it, they can instantly sue you for breaking the non for an NDA. I'm like, excuse me, like this is some very shady shit. Like, you guys, I'm surprised you guys are still in operation with this. I'm like, well, you signed an NDA, so t- who's gonna know? That's more or less what they told us. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, no, this so number is 10. This employer was fine with keeping their employee trapped in the build in their building unpaid all night. What? <laughs> employer allows employee to be trapped on site until morning. Uh, PA, you know, so this is the email. Uh, uh, like, it's like this person was on their phone and messaged like the local police board or whatever, I guess online. Yeah. Uh, it says, you know, employee me stuck in building. I work at a fast food restaurant inside of a, can I say that, that name of that business? Yeah, why not? All right. Inside of a Walmart. I closed the gate door for closing procedures, did my closing duties. And now as I try to leave, the gate door is seized and will not open. I have tried and others on the outside of the door have tried. It is not that I am just too weak. I open and close this door five times a week. I called my manager and was told I'll be stuck in there in here at least all night long, if not longer, if they can't get the door open in the morning. There is no emergency exit in the restaurant. There is there is inside the Walmart, but I can't leave the restaurant. No windows either. Am I entitled to wages for all this time stuck in here? Do I have legal recourse for this? If I had some sort of medical emergency in here. I'm not sure what I do. I have diagnosed anxiety disorder, and this is uh, certainly making it worse. Edit. I called the Walmart head manager. He said, unfortunately, there's nothing he can do personally aside from call my boss. I called my boss myself and said, if I can't get down and said, if they can't get down here and open the door, I'm going to call the fire department and they have and have them open. My boss made it very clear that I am not to call the fire department as they will ruin the door and they will be here first thing in the morning if I am fired for calling the fire department uh, in, the, you know, in the morning. And this is, if I am fired for calling the fire department to get out, is that wrong for ter- termination? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so, yeah, yes. You, you, can't, you can't leave an employee locked in a restaurant all night. <laughs> the fucking audacity of some people, oh, I'll be there in the morning. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, 9 o'clock, it's 9 p.m. 
and uh, you won't be here till five. I, I'm not staying here from nine till five. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> or I'm setting the fucking place on fire. I'm going to start a grease fire and get the fire department over. Oh, I don't know what happened. Had a, had a, one of the fryers went on the fritz and then the fire department showed up and long story short, here I, I got out. Yeah, right. right. Like you, you knew fully well what you did. Like, did I though? Like, who, who's to say at this point, right? Like, uh, who's to say all these, li- all these working conditions were this way before this actually happened? He said, she said, <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I, I would pursue some legal shit on that one. Oh, man, for sure. Especially when you got a transcript of, of the whole occurrence. Fuck. Yeah, I would. Cause it, that, I mean, I'm no lawyer or nothing like that, but I'd, I'd find that very hard to, de- or to um, deny when there's an actual transcript from both your phone and the police or the emergency um, line that he called. That say, oh, I, I called on this time of this day and I said exactly this. And it'd be very hard to disprove that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's crazy, I'm, man. I'm not sure if that person actually did pursue anything, but we ter- totally would. Uh, number 11. Ooh, this one. This person was laid off without notice and found their stuff already packed up. At least they're nice enough to do that. Fuck. Uh, got laid off today with zero notice. Found all my stuff already in a box when I when I got to work. You know, this hits a very a very strong chord with me because there was a time MVP and I were at work in the middle of flights, in the middle of maintenance, in the middle of operations. And then we, I, I swear, like someone like pressed a magic button or something and everyone was gone, like disappeared, gone. And we're like, we're sitting there waiting, like where the fuck are the mechs? Where the hell is the pilots? Where the hell is anything? Why is anyone, why are flights not coming down and all this and that, or why are flights coming down? And then, we walk outside and it's a fucking ghost town. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then we were maybe two or three hours in when we finally found out that, oh, people got laid off. Are yes, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot. Like, are you serious? And they didn't even, I don't even think they even gave them time to get their shit. They just say, here's their stuff. Get, get your keys. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, there's people like, like people who didn't lose their job. The ones who did get laid off were like texting them like, hey. I just got laid off. I don't even know what to say. Like no warning, no nothing. Uh, can you, you know, can you grab my stuff off my desk and bring it when you leave today? Or, you know, the company was like, Oh yeah, we'll we'll just pack up your stuff and mail it to you. And they're like, what? I, how do I know you're going to get all my stuff? You know, like I got family photos and stuff at my desk. Uh, yeah, that shit was wild, dude. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty rough day, especially because flight, like we said, flights were in the air. Uh, people were qualifying. There's whole whole airport operations going on, and it's it's as hectic as you can expect an airport to be. And then all of a sudden, like a flip of a switch, dead ass empty. Like it was so fast, we didn't even notice it until we walked ourselves to the line. I'm like, holy shit, what happened? It looked like the place looked like it it just got abandoned, like some nuclear fallout shit. Like everyone just disappeared. Like just, I, I think what it was almost like Thanos snapped his fingers. Yeah, that was about um, actually about to say that. <laughs> but like we, like we were making. I think what tipped us off is we were, we were making pages and nobody was responding. Yep, we were calling desks and nobody was answering. We're like, uh, this shit's going to be late, and I can't figure out why, and I don't have a valid excuse as to why. You know. Yep. Um, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was terrible. And we told so for that person, we totally feel it. 
And there's probably other industries out there that had something exactly similar, but they didn't get the courtesy of having their shit packed up. They just said, get the fuck out. And then we'll mail you your paperwork uh, whenever we get around to it. Like, fuck, really? It's almost like they committed a crime. You know what I mean? Like, thanks for coming to work today. Now get the fuck out. Like, what? (laughs) Oh, geez. We we can go on forever on that one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Delta wanted people to work for free. Come on. It'll be fun. (laughs) News article. Business news article says Delta seeks volunteers to fill vacancies in airport lounges. And it says, (laughs) it just says, just come to the, the Atlanta airport for a few hours to help with cleaning, wiping tables, running food, restocking food buffets, etc. Uh, the company said in its message to employees, it advised volunteers uh, to wear business casual black pants, white shirts, and said they would be provided with aprons. Oh, well. The employees won't receive any pay or compensation for helping out at the loyalty lounges. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I don't have anything better to do. Let me go volunteer my time to a company that's still going to be making money off of my vault. Vol- no, no thanks. Right? No kidding. Like, it'll be fun. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know, for do one for the team. Hell yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I've I've done quite a bit for the team already, just being here. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pass. <laughs> thanks. Thank man. you, though. Thank you for thinking of me, though. <laughs> uh. This person was told they were no longer hired one day before they were supposed to start work. Ooh, damn. You know, you know what, though? I have actually seen this happen once. Let's let's see. When you put when you just put in your two weeks notice at your current job, got excited for your new job and then came across this post. The employer chart changed their mind and withdrew the job offer one day. You were supposed to going. You were supposed to be starting work. Holy shit. I was hired for what appeared to be a dream job, lots of lots more money, more responsibilities, easy commute, beautiful office, and a well-respected employer. After I got the offer letter, I put in my resignation at my current job with a two-week notice. They quickly worked to get someone to replace me so I could train them during my final week. I asked HR uh, contact and the hiring manager at the new employer if I could start three weeks from the date of my job offer so I can travel to see family. And the week after my last day at the current employer, they said, okay. Uh, one day before I was scheduled to start the new job, they sent me an email stating the hiring manager had decided to employ another candidate. I called him in a panic to try to talk to them out of their decision. I told them I had already left my old job and would be unemployed. No one seemed to care. Jesus. Oh, you know, that would suck. You know, you know it's, it's crazy because I have this exact same fear, man. Whenever I go from job to job, like I don't say shit until like, I'm no kidding. Like I'm on the roster. I'm ready to go. HR's cleared. Everything's good to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've signed the offer letter, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yep. like my start date is like literally Monday. And I like, I would call it. I'll call them like a week in advance, sometimes three days on the day before. Like, Hey, so everything's all good to go. Like, where do I need to be? You know, I'll just play stupid, you know, like, where do I need to be? What time should I be there? What should I dress or what should I wear? Shit like that. Just to make sure that, that nothing has changed from them because of this exact fear. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but to, for this guy to actually live that fear, that must fucking suck. Like I I would totally feel for this guy. I don't know if that's even possible, if that's legal, if they can even do that. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure there, there's some degree 
as to why they would change their mind, but I would imagine it'd have to be some kind of uh, disqualifier. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, you popped on your criminal background check or we realize that, you know, you've, you're, it's a conflict of interest to hire you because of this or some shit like that. But I, they, I, wouldn't, I would imagine they wouldn't do it the day before you were supposed to start. Yeah, something. I wonder if this person preemptively quit their job. Like, okay, I think we're going to move forward with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And you quit your job. And you're like, well, did you sign the offer letter? Well, no, I hadn't even received an offer letter. Well, you, you never really had the job then. Yep. You, so, really, you never even had your car. You never even uh, had your car. <laughs> <laughs> almost had you. You never had me. <laughs> almost had the job. You never had it. You never even had your car. <laughs> now, I've seen some uh, organizations where they'll send you a tentative job offer, right? Where it says like, hey, so this is just the letter to get you started for all the HR screenings. And whatever that screenings are, like a drug test or drug screening, uh, fill out some paperwork, uh, give us your routing numbers and stuff to get your pay situated, all that stuff. And then somewhere along the in the HR process, they find something that's uh, a disqualifier. And then that's when they'll cut it and say, hey, we're going to withhold your final job offer because of this reason. And so we're going to be terminating our offer to you or that position to you and then move on to somebody else. Usually... That usually that happens within a two week span, usually around the time you put in your two weeks notice. So that could have probably been the case. But I mean, I think that's kind of fucked up that the HR said, OK, you're good to go. And then the day of they say, yeah, uh, by the way, we've moved on without you. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. All uh, right. The next one here. This employer refused to give a raise to an employee they really needed and was frustrated when they quit. <laughs> An employee asked me for a raise, but I didn't give it to him, so he resigned. I really need him now for a project. How can I get him back? Uh, uh, so pay him? Yeah, I mean, or, or come in with their 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 base pay better be whatever whatever would equal up to that bonus, you know, per month. Seri- serious? It's like how bad do you really need him, guy? I don't know, man. You might as well start wearing some knee pads and really be good at at practice. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say like. Get, get, break out your knee pad, man, and get really good at asking, like, um, for forgiveness. <laughs> I had a place call me once. I had moved on. Uh, you know, it was the same place that wasn't paying per diem in the downtime and this and that and whatever. And they were only really giving the decent road trips to their, I'm just going to say air quote, friends, you know, mm-hmm. this and that. So I had moved on to the other another job across the country. And I get a call from them one day. I was like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Uh, just got off work. Oh, that's cool. Hey, uh, we have a road trip uh, for an AOG bird down in Mexico. Uh, none of us here speak Spanish, but we know you speak a little. Do you be able to take, go ahead and work that for us? Uh, well, what, what's the pay? We're like, well, what were you thinking? Pay wise, and I was like, uh, 120 an hour. Uh, because that's not that's not far fetched for if you're you know working uh as a contractor mm-hmm. uh, in the AOG realm. And they were like, 120 an hour, and they're like, that's more than we make. I was like, no, I know what you charge, I know what you charge the hour for us to be on the road. And I said, what were you gonna pay me? Like, well, we were gonna we were gonna give you your. Just pay what you were making before. I was like, so 25 an hour. No, 
nope no thanks thanks for the conversation bye and i was like you know what? i was like i was like 80 bucks an hour and they're like you're insane and i was like you're the one calling me homie i'm not you not me to you right beggars can't be choosy at this point <laughs> i was like you're gonna lose it's like the epitome of stepping over a dollar to pick up a dime you're gonna lose tens of thousands of dollars for this one job because you won't pay me or i was like you're not paying my medical you're not paying any of this other shit you can pay me this money and they were like no i was like well good luck and then i've come to find out that they just turned down the job and i was like yeah stupid so you just <laughs> lost money altogether. wow way to go right good job everybody oh man uh see number 15 this person didn't get hired because they were on time uh hi mr blank my apologies for the confusion just now as you arrived for your interview with so-and-so at 11 a.m i understand you live close just up the road and are looking for a job with full-time hours unfortunately we would not consider employing someone in a full-time capacity that arrives to an interview exactly on time Maybe arriving a little earlier to future job interviews would show the employer that you are keen, wishing you the best with your job search. Kind regards. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, a little to unpack here. Uh, most people who uh, will not arrive to a job exactly on time, right? Usually they'll come a little early because they kind of get the jitters out. You know, they kind of psych themselves out in the car. But you know, you have those individuals where you, especially nowadays, where you say, hey, show up at 11. Okay, cool. I'm going to show up at 11, right? Because I've, I've been to organizations where, like, they almost get, they almost kind of snarky as stare at you when you show up early, right? Like, uh, I showed up to places where 15, 20 minutes early, and they just kind of look at me like, why are you here? You know, like, I'm early. I'm making sure I'm early so I don't get fucking lost, you know, or I'm at the right place or this is who I'm supposed to talk to. So I don't spend the whole interview trying to figure out where to go. It's like, yeah, well, you're not supposed to be here till 11. Like, so? <laughs> yeah. And? And like, isn't that better? Like, you know, like I show up on time <laughs> or show up a little early to be on time. Like now. Yeah. Like this right here, that's, that's a little far fetched. I, unless like this person showed up at the gate or at the building at exactly the time where, when they're supposed to be walking into the interview at 11. Right. But in which case, you know, like most places they'll give like a little blurb at the, at the email saying, please show up X amount of time early to process and give you access or tell you where to park or some shit like that. You know, they have that, that little disclaimer at the end or in the beginning, just to kind of forewarn you that there's going to be a, a little bit of wait time before you actually do the interview. But yeah, something like that. Uh, I, mean, I don't know that, that that there's a little bit more to unwrap there. But to just simply say no, we're not going to hire you because you showed up exactly when we told you to. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one here. This boss told their employee they were late because they didn't see the message right away. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Please note the timestamps. Any suggestions on how to deal with this outrageous unfairness? 8.29, I'm at my desk. 8.34, you are late, thank you. 8.34, what? I'm late. 8.34, yes, your day starts at 8.30 a.m. 8.35, yes, I messaged you five minutes ago. 8.35, nope, you messaged me at 8.34 a.m. 8.36, just sent you a picture of my message where it says six minutes ago. 8.37, I'm not going to argue, I have 8.34. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. That shit would piss me off, dude. I just went through something like this recently with a person. I was like, hey, you guys are late. And they were like, no, I'm not. I I sent the email already. I sent that a week ago. And I'm like, no, I've seen no email. Oh, I don't think you were on it. I'm going to, I'll forward it to you right now. And, and they send the email and it it was very clear. They typed it up in the last 30 seconds and sent it. I'm like, you can understand. I can see the timestamp on the email and the date when you sent it. And they're like, no, I sent this a week ago. Look, look what I typed down below. And I'm like, just because you fucking typed it and put in a, a previous date doesn't mean it, it counts. I can see the timestamp. It's the original email, the one you just sent me just now. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I, I looked around. I was like, somebody, somebody else step in. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. And finally, like his boss stepped in. He was like, you're an idiot. And the guy was like, oh, well, I thought I could maybe try to pull one over on him. Oh, so now you admit it. <laughs> yeah, so, so his boss was like, so you openly admit you're trying to pull the wool over QA's eyes? And Time. he was like, well, yeah. And he's like, that was a stupid move. Cool. Very Time. stupid on your part. Cool. Time card fraud. Next. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the Next. fuck? So uh, I ran into some issues like this, kind of similar to yours, but it was during an audit. And... um you will, every time before an audit or an inspection, you always get some people who come in like last minute and they try to pencil whip a whole bunch of shit to make sure it's kosher. And you, you'll see some individuals like they'll sign for stuff. It's like, oh yeah, so-and-so did this training and we did this sign off and we did this, this and this, right? But all the dates and times are, are like sequential, like one minute after the other. And they're just like no fucking way, right? And But they think they're smart. Like, see, look, I did it at this date at this time and they're all one minute apart from each other. Okay, cool. And then I actually learned this from, uh, from Jasmine, from, from our first ever guest, where the, some systems will have like this audit trail feature where uh, a special, like an auditor's login can go and they'll see all the times they went in to do stuff. Or yep, like the all key- the keystrokes. Yep. Yeah. No, the keystroke time. And then they, it says like, oh, they did it on this date at this time. But then you say date last enter was today at five minutes before the inspector yeah. showed up. I'm like, oh, yeah. Is that, that right? That was, yeah, that was similar to my situation. They were like, I did I sent this a week ago. I'm like, oh, you 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 sent that and updated that thing a week ago? So I, I send a screenshot of the thing where it says last updated two minutes ago by their name. And I'm like, what does that mean? That's all I put in there. I just responded, replied all to the email because the guy was trying to punk me. Because I only <laughs> sent it to him. He replied to me and put like all the big wigs in there. And I was like, okay, that's how you want to play. And, and, and you know, like on on Skype, it shows they're like green and available. So I sent that snippet back of them. It says updated two minutes ago by this person. I was like, "What does this mean?" And I replied all, and I was watching their Skype, and it immediately went offline. <laughs> <laughs> Can't God get in trouble from not here no more. <laughs> <laughs> God, Ian. Oh, I just remembered I got a family emergency. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> So uh, uh, some people, some people out there, if you guys have a computer system that tra- keeps all your logs and records, some of them may have a audit feature. So FYI, if you want to catch people trying to foot some numbers, because that's exactly what an auditor would look for. Uh, next one, uh, 17. Uh, this boss was mad at their employee for sitting down, even though they achieved the top level performance and had a medical reason for sitting like fucking physically sitting. Holy shit. <laughs> quit my job last night it was nice to be home to make the kids breakfast and take them to school today 
off to hunt for a new opportunity. Wish me luck. Okay. Boss, uh, good evening. Me, or good evening, me. I was reviewing the cameras from our shift today and noticed that you were sitting on a stool for the majority of your shift. This is completely unacceptable behavior and we'll be discussing it tomorrow before your shift. And the person responding, I cleared it with the lead. I have two broken bones in my left foot, doctor doc- documented. Aside from that, I packed 240 plus, uh, whatever UPH is, for the entirety of my shift. 12 full hours. I am not sure if you're aware, but we do have a ranked list for packing displayed directly above our stations. My efforts earned me first place today. So just to be clear, my impressive performance was overshadowed by the fact that I was uncomfortable enough while doing it. <laughs> uh, I'm really not appreciating your attitude. You could have just said the first part where it was cleared with another lead instead of being disrespectful. This type of behavior isn't going to get you anywhere here. And the guy replies back. Hey, thanks for wasting my precious off time with some garbage you didn't bother to investigate beforehand. Seriously, 240 plus UPH. Not sure what that means. But you claim to be the pinnacle of performance there. I achieved it. And I get grief because I was sitting while doing it. You guys need to get your priorities straight. It is no wonder that you have such difficulties retaining staff. I am not concerned with going anywhere there. It's a toxic environment with ignorant people at the helm. I won't be coming in tomorrow ever again. (laughs) 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 Got you. Damn. Damn. (laughs) It's crazy, huh? Damn. So, I mean... I mean, you kind of got that, man. I mean, there are times when I myself as a boss, I fired off before I should have. But at the same time, man, like if someone proved me wrong, I'm just like, hey, thanks, dog, man. Like, uh, come see me tomorrow. You know, we'll just talk. We'll talk more about it. You know, like I'm not going to waste any more of your personal time. Do your thing. And then when you come into work, then we'll kind of discuss something like that didn't really need to happen unless that person was just on track to be disrespectful all the time. Uh, You know, what? here, let's skip ahead to maybe number 20 or do you want to just do one more MVP? Uh, what's, hold on, I lost it. Uh, no, we can go to the next one. This, this is a pretty common one. This workplace tried to ban people from talking about pay, which is by the way, illegal. What's the big secret? And it says discussing pay salary is unacceptable. Only person within the company that knows or should discuss your pay with you is the store manager. If you feel your pay is not acceptable, please come to the store manager and it will be discussed. Discussing your pay with another employee on or off company grounds is unacceptable and will result in disciplinary action. Sign below to acknowledge your understanding. Yeah. Mm. Uh, once again, not signing and go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Now, uh, there's a certain thing. Uh, I wouldn't directly talk to people about how much you get paid. And that's just mostly because like what we get paid may be different because of our qualifications. Right. So some people might say, oh, that's unfair. I'm the same. Uh, I'm the same uh, position rating as you. Like true. But I got all this other extra shit. So get with it. I don't know. And it may may or may not be just favoritism. It could just be the, or the fact that your qualifications are just more. Or you have more coming into it and you have potential to go higher versus the other person. Uh, number 19, this company used a pre-recorded video message to tell employees they were being laid off. <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. this, I'd be texting my boss. Is this a fucking joke? Like, am, am I a joke, joke to you? Yeah, am I <laughs> a joke to you? It's like, at least have the balls to tell me your damn self, not send fucking Siri to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I want to jump back to number 18 real quick and disgusting pay. Uh, mm-hmm. Just real quick, and we can move on. Um, you know, discussing pay, uh, 
uh, you know, be tactful about it when you're doing it with your fellow coworkers. But uh, I've seen situations where, you know, by discussing pay, a few individuals found out they were being severely underpaid for the work they were doing mm-hmm. um, and had no idea until they were discussing with others. Cause somebody come up like, Oh yeah, you know, I only make 25 an hour. And they're like, 25 like i wish i made 25 like yeah dude that's what we all start at and they're like uh no they're like i make i make 20 how do you make 20 you've been here a lot longer than me yeah yeah so like over the time you know the wage the cost of living went up and so the people are getting hired on at a higher caveat but they never went and backfilled those their grandfather those other people up to that caveat they just left them at the same pay Fuck. scales they were hired yeah so, so a lot of people were like uh i was raising the red flag here seems a little fucky and they were end up getting grandfathered and got their pay adjusted to where they were actually getting paid for the years of service and work being performed jeez i mean yeah like you said very tactful about it and sometimes that's the, the shitty way to find out but at the same time man like i'm glad they did find out so they can actually get paid what get, get yeah, the fairness I'm, I mean, imagine if you were the, the, the old guy training all the new guys and found all the new guys were making uh, $5 an hour or more than you. Like, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a little messed up. Yeah, that would. And then going back to number 19 with the, the pre-recorded message. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, if you're going to lay someone off or you're going to do some very uh, heavy action, at least have the have the decency to have a meeting about it. You know, like. Hey, just letting you know we're having some cuts. You're sadly not. You're sadly among those people getting cut. But if there's any opportunity to bring people, you know, like kind of lead the lead the message along. Don't just be like, I don't want to deal with you today. Here's your pre-recorded Siri message. I'm like, fuck, man. That because all that's gonna do is just build animosity and say the company turns around and and they actually get up and they look to hire more people. They're gonna be the ones to bad mouth the fuck out of you. And num- number 20, the, this company may have literally worked someone to death. Ooh, ooh, here we go. Oh my God. Uh, I think my employer literally worked my coworker to death. I have a coworker who recently passed away from breast cancer. She was an extremely hard worker and the sole wage earner for her family. She would pull 12 hour shifts six days a week. She recently started doing chemo for breast cancer while maintaining that level of work. She was clearly not doing well. Me and my coworkers tried to donate some of our PTO or pay time off to her so she could go uh, to just go to her, do her chemo and not have to worry about money. Corporate told us that this is not allowed. They dragged their feet on approving her medical leave and she ended up working several hour, several weeks while doing chemotherapy. Fuck. Jeez. Jeez. That's like hardcore legal. I don't know. what. I mean, I, I may be wrong, but that sounds that sounds fucking shady. Like, no. Not only no, but fuck no, especially with, with a medical condition that severe, right? Like, uh, we you may be able to get away with it uh, with some medical conditions, or like say someone's like maybe three week pregnant or some shit, but with someone with cancer, fuck no, man. At yeah, that dude, point, you can't. Yeah, you can't be doing that kind of crap. Yeah, because that's a because le- if say if the family did find out that it wasn't her making those decisions, they could fuck you guys up. Oh, I would hope there would be legal recourse. Yeah, straight up. Like, so we're going to sue you for damages. We're going to sue you for withholding pay. We're going to sue yeah, you I'm for I want to get you, what is it? What is it? Uh, uh, what are the different levels of murder? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, second degree, I think. Second degree. Yeah, second or third degree or something like that. Yeah, big time, um, man. 
Fuck. So, that sucks, man. It does. So in conclusion, I'm going to read a little statement here from the this article, but it's essentially... Uh, I'll be what I read first will be what employers say. And then what I read immediately after it will be the response to that. Those questions or those statements. No one wants to work. Our turnover is terrible. Well, did you give raises over 7% the rate of inflation? So workers got ahead. No. Okay. Did you give larger raises and bonuses to execs than others? Well, yes, but. Did you ask people to pick up slack for those who left? We had to. Did you force people to come back into the office who didn't feel safe doing so? I mean, we did you cut budget for training or shift expenses to employees working from home? Like other comp? Did you ask people to do more with less? Like every year, did you install digital tools to spy on employees working from home? We needed to ensure. Did you threaten to take salary away from remote workers who relocated. We assess the cost of living. Sounds to me like people want to work. You've just made it unpalatable to work for you. Mm. Yep. Absolutely right. And with that, I'll have my final statement of uh, what one of my uh, coworkers tells me uh, almost daily. Uh, Don't give everything to this place. Because they'll take it all and give nothing in return. You could die t- tonight and your job would be posted by the end of the week. And yes. the only ones who are suffering are your family. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, you know what? I remember you and I having this discussion offline so many times. And every person who tries to work hard, you know, they think that their, their efforts, however big or small, is going to somehow change the narrative of the company environment. And in some cases it does. But you got to kind of come in there with the understanding, like if you give 100% everything, like MVP said, they're just going to take 100%. And the only return you're going to see out of it is a thumbs up, right? Now, you may see some monetary involvements in there to kind of keep you going and whatnot. But in the end, like, is anything going to fully change? Probably not. Unless you do something so completely revolutionary. But at that point, you know, it, it'd be considered company property and it wouldn't be labeled to you. So there's that too. <laughs> so just there's that too. But in all things considering like there, there's places where em- bosses and employers and companies are really shitty. And that's just kind of the, the, the dynamic it is, especially with things ramping back up with the pandemic coming or starting to tail off. But uh, I think one thing we've all learned when this whole place shut down was we started to really value our time and efforts <laughs> and our mental health. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So with that being said, now that you found this new, have this newfound value, don't just easily piss it away because a company says, or a person says, we need you to do X, Y, Z. We need you to pay you X, Y, Z, or they threaten you with certain things. Like you guys know your worth, you know what you're capable of and you know what's at stake. So you you alone know what's what you're willing to fork over for that. So, if uh, you have any stories or others other things that did, weren't on this list that you know uh, happened to you or a friend, that's not gonna be like criminally, like that's gonna result in some serious legal action. Criminating, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, please let us know. We're down to here because we have stories for days of all kinds of shady shit that we've 
seen throughout our livelihoods, uh, both in and outside of work. So if you got some stories, shoot us that line. Uh, if you're on Patreon, just shoot us on the on the Discord. Roy's on that too. And um, you can hit us up in either the social medias on Discord, like like we said, if you're Patreons, or um, on our emails, whichever is easiest for you. And we'd like to eventually get uh, some of your reaction or your responses and react on that as well. That'd be that's one of our more fun things to do, especially hearing feedback from you, the listeners. Oh yeah, what? that's my favorite. Oh, I love those, man. You guys ha- have some really fun stories, and like some of these, man, I can't believe just because of how outra- outrageous it is. But at the same time, I can't I can't believe it because of the dynamic we are in. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you on next time. Bye, everyone. We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Freshour, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformaintenance.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media such as on Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance, Instagram at Kanks, that's C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast, or on Twitter at CXMX Podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase. Support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.